Hey there, China is well known for enforcing a strict social code where antisocial behavior can have a real financial impact on people's lives. But now they're looking to begin enforcing dress codes as well by outlawing clothing that could be considered to hurt the nation's feelings. So what does it mean if this law comes to pass and how on earth does clothing hurt a nation's feelings? For more, we're joined by David Zhang of China Insider. What do you make of this one? Yeah, well, it's very simple. If you decide to wear clothing such as maybe the American flag on a T-shirt or the Japanese kimono, it could be seen as offensive to China's spirits and to its nation's feelings. And that's just the simple uh, bits of it. The more complex ones are who gets to decide what the criteria are for the clothing. Uh, is this a school or, you know, how it's very flexible. And I think that's uh, the important part. It's the vagueness here. That uh, at any time, based on political needs, a certain clothing article could be deemed to be offensive, uh, just based on what's happening. And I think that's really what they're trying to get at here. Do we know what actually led to this? Well, the law itself is a part of the public security. So the police punishment law that came into effect in 2006. So this is the amendment to it. Uh, and the clothing article is just one part of that, that comprehensive law. For example, the 106 uh, article states that now police has the ability to conduct a single officer investigation, which means they don't have to have a partner on site. And then there's also amendments to who gets to... Uh, provide the search warrants. It used to be the court, but now the Public Security Bureau can do it themselves, as well as there's also now changes to how uh, they can provide or try to obtain biological samples uh, and conduct searches in somebody's homes and all of these things. So it's a very comprehensive surveillance and uh, reform to its uh, police system. Uh, I think that's really important. Yeah, you mentioned it's not quite certain what the actual law will mean and who gets to decide. Isn't that kind of the point, that in ambiguous uh, ability for the police to essentially pull you up for anything they deem to not be socially fair? Isn't that the point? Yeah, definitely. It, you, right now, the CCP is on a path to legalize everything, meaning that they're passing legislations for everything that they do. What's used legally is now done legally under new laws, right? Uh, given, for example, the counter sanctions or the... Uh, the aspects with the foreign intelligence gathering. But with this one, it's very peculiar because, uh, again, the, there's no defined context as to is the police officer the official that you're supposed to consult and follow their orders, or is it the, the court or the, you know, the police chief? And I think, like you said, Aaron, there's precisely the goal is to give so much freedom to them arguing that they're always in line with the law uh, when they're trying to execute <laughs> certain actions against its citizens. Yes, love a bit of ambiguity. Um, what does it actually mean to hurt the feelings mm -hmm. of the nation? And are there any other laws that essentially delve into this? Oh, I'm not so familiar with other laws, but what I know so far with the so-called hurting the feelings is really simple. It's, you know, what's the political objective of the time? Uh, recently, there was the Fukushima water release. And of course, Japan's been hurting the feelings of the nation. Uh, if it's the United States trying to do the trade war, and that's the one hurting the nation. And so it's, it is very much dictated by the propaganda feelings of the time. It could also be a luxury brand. It could be topics like Xinjiang's uh, Uyghur. It could be any any topic deemed necessary to rile up the nationalistic feelings of the Chinese people. And uh, it will be used in that context. It's interesting because if that kind of thing came into place in a Western country, people you would imagine would be up in arms. In China, though, it's a really interesting situation, isn't it, where we in the West think that Chinese people follow the law to the T. That is not the case. There will be a lot of people who just simply 
carry on doing what they're doing. Right. The, the law really in China really governs the people that are trying to not uh, trying to follow the rules. But there's also a double standard or a, a secret set of law, which is uh, that anytime you can do things through bribes, corruption, you know, you can bribe a police officer in China and, and you can get away with things where you wouldn't be able to if you follow the law or that the law only targets certain groups like dissidents or human rights activists or human rights lawyers in China. So it's, it's a very much a context based uh, application of the law. And, and uh, the Chinese judicial system is also very interesting because the party sits above the judicial system. There's no separation of a Supreme Court from the rest. And so everything that you see in China is going back to that flexibility I talk about, which is really based on what uh, the interest can provide to the state rather than the people in terms of the justice of the law. And what do we know about the penalties? Mm -hmm. The penalties right now with this punishment law, it's it's interesting because uh, it depends on what they find with you. Uh, for example, if you were deemed to be someone spreading hateful messages against the state, uh, that could be re referred to law enforcement for further punishment. But if it was simply, you know, you mentioned you uh, you happen to have an action like Twitter or something that you're not supposed to have, uh, they can immediately subject you to fines uh, or jail time. And so it, it really depends on the case but it also depends on what they deem is the violation that they come across. All right, David Jang, as always, appreciate your time. Thank you. And that is a program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co or of course, download the app off the App Store. I'm Aaron Young, see you soon.